Tonali Bali. It's time for a story. A time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Plum Cake by Helen Brain and Russell Brownlee. Lunko! Mama called. I need you to go to the river for water, but remember to be very, very careful. You must tiptoe when you reach the hill or you'll wake the dangerous dragon. Lunko picked up the bucket, called his dog Nandi and set off. He walked through the village and through the bush. When he reached the hill, he could see the dragon's cave right near the top. Shh, 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 Nandi. Lunko whispered. Don't make a noise. But suddenly, Nandi saw a rabbit and dashed up the hill. No, no, come back, Nandi. Nandi ran straight into the dragon's cave, barking. Lunko crept up the hill to the cave and peered inside. There was the dragon with his terrible teeth and spiky tail and his big, glaring red eyes. He was holding Nandi in his sharp claws. Oh, please, 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 dragon, don't eat my dog. Lumko begged. Please, please, don't eat her. But I'm hungry. I want a nice plum cake, but there's nobody to cook it for me, so I have to eat what I can catch. Oh, oh, you poor dragon. Well, you can come with me. My mom is the best cook in the village. She'll make you a plum cake. So, Lunko and Nandi and the dragon went back to the village. The elders were sitting around under the thorn tree. When they saw the dragon, they were terrified. Go away! They shook their spears. Go away! You can't eat us! The dragon shrank back. Please, please, please let him stay. Lunko begged. He's a nice dragon. He wants a plum cake. Oh, no, 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 no. Go oh, away. Go, go away. away. Yelled no. the elders. Go away. Go away at once. The chief shouted. So the dragon skulked <gasps> away, dragging his tail along the ground and looking very sad. Oh, you've hurt his feelings. <laughs> Lunko cried. The poor dragon. Everyone was cross with Lunko for bringing the dragon to the village. But a few days later, a young woman went running to the chief. Oh, robbers are coming! I saw their boats at the lake. Lots and lots of robbers. And they've got guns and, and cannons and, and boxes and boxes of cannonballs. Oh, no! cried the elders. We only have our, our spears. We are all going to die. Oh. But Lunko had an idea. We could call the dragon. Shall I ask him to come and help us? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The chief shrieked. Go at once, Lunko. 
So Lunko called Nandi, and together they ran to the hill where the dragon lived. Please, please, dragon, come and fight the robbers. They're going to steal everything. The dragon peered out of his cave. You want me to help you? Your people chased me away. No, I'm not going to help you. Lunko looked over towards the lake, where the robbers were already marching towards the village. Oh no, help us! Oh, who's going to save us? Oh, trouble. Please, please, Mr. Dragon, they'll be here soon. They'll steal our cows and goats and all my mom's pots and pans. Please help us. Please help us. The chief must come here and say sorry for sending me away. So, Lunko ran as fast as he could back to the village. The chief was waiting under the thorn tree. But where's the dragon? Called the chief. We need him right now. Chief, chief, he wants you to go and say sorry. He'll only help us if you apologize for being so mean to him. Hey, hey. So, the chief grabbed his stick and ran through the bush with Lungo and Nandi. As they reached the hill, he began to shiver and shake. You, you go into the cave. I'll just stay here and, uh, uh, and shout up to him. So Lungo and Nandi clambered up to the cave and woke the dragon once more. The dragon put his head out of the cave and saw the chief standing far away. Come here. The chief stumbled up to the entrance of the cave. The dragon bared his terrible teeth and glared at the chief with his great red eyes. And the chief shook so much, he nearly tumbled back down the hill. And in a teeny, tiny, quivery, quaky, shivery, shaky voice, the chief whispered, Uh, I'm sorry. All right, then. Now, I'll help you. Climb on my back. <laughs> Lumko, Nandi, and the chief climbed onto the dragon's scaly back and held on tight. The dragon took a huge breath, flapped his wings, and launched over the edge of the hill. Up, up, up he flew until he saw the evil robbers almost at the village. The dragon swooped down on them and breathed a stream of flowers so hot that it burned their clothes to cinders. And everyone saw their bottoms. Hey, the robbers were so embarrassed. They ran all the way back to their boats and they never ever came near the village again. The dragon landed in the open space in the middle of the village. Oh, yay! Well done, dragon! This is a great dragon! 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 The chief 
He invited the dragon to come and live with them in the village. You are welcome here. And every night, someone would bring him a big plum cake and a bucket of cream. He really was the happiest dragon in the world. And Lunko and Nandi were his best friends. And so we come to the end of Nali Bali, told by Sindiwe Magona, with Diane Simpson and Leon Fisser, produced by Cassie Lowers and Vian Fenter. If you would like more stories to read to children, or for your children to enjoy on their own, visit www.nalibali.mobi on your cell phone, where you will find stories in various languages for free. Look out for the Nali Bali newspaper supplement with great stories and activities available in major newspapers. You can also find Nali Bali on Facebook. Story power. Bring it home. Nali Bali, oh.